Hey, it's NPR's Book of the Day. I'm Andrew Limbong. I used to be the kind of reader who was annoyed anytime anything slightly spiritual or supernatural would show up in a book that was otherwise realistic. I'm not sure what caused this particular tick. I'm sure unpacking it could take dozens of emotionally stressful hours, but I got over it and found real beauty in books that blend reality with non-reality. But in case you needed convincing, Jasmine Ward talks really deeply about spirituality in this interview about her new book, Let Us Descend. It's about a black enslaved woman named Annis who seems to go through relentless tragedies. And Ward tells NPR's Aisha Roscoe that if she had written a book that was rooted in social realism, it simply wouldn't be an accurate reflection of the reality she's trying to convey. This message comes from NPR sponsor Noom. Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, helps you build new habits for a healthier lifestyle. Check out The Noom Kitchen for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. This message comes from NPR sponsor BritBox. Discover powerful new series like Three Little Birds and BAFTA-winning drama Time, starring Bella Ramsey, Tamara Lawrence, and Jodie Whittaker. Stream the best of British TV only on BritBox. Start a free trial at BritBox.com. In her new novel set before the Civil War, author Jasmine Ward drops readers into the life of a young enslaved Black woman named Annis in the American South. We follow Annis through a hellscape as she's separated from her mother, sent to an auction, and sold to another slave owner. But despite her journey through one horror after another, Annis also finds brief moments of tenderness. After the rain passes, the sun dogs us for days. It burns me red. The wind scrapes my face, blowing incessantly for a week. Its rush is strange and loud, and so relentless that I miss the sound of flowing water. We are all startled by the Georgia men telling us to halt in a sudden clearing. There's a green hill, trees all around us in an overturned bowl, a waterfall tossing down into a pool the same deep green as the trees around us. It's so beautiful I feel a turning in my chest, my heart a small bird stirring in its nest. For a moment, I don't feel bound. I forget what holds me. But the ache of me, through wrist and hip and thigh, tunnels me back down into my body, along with this rope. I yank when we stop, pull the wire of it with my arms, just so it can beat back that beauty. I want it to turn my awe to bitter. Jasmine Ward is a two-time National Book Award-winning author, and her new novel is titled Let Us Descend. Jasmine Ward, welcome. It's good to be here. So how did you come to understand Annis's life as you wrote her story? Was this something that required a lot of research? What were you tapping into? It definitely required a lot of research. I mean, I read for around two and a half years before I actually began writing her story. So for the first, I don't know, like four years of me actually like working on her story and like writing her story, I was having problems. I couldn't write past like the first three chapters. It was hard for me to access who she was as a person. And I think that's because... I was so hung up on the fact that I was writing about an enslaved person. And I feel like in our imagination, especially 
Black Americans, I feel like it's very difficult for us to get beyond the fact that enslaved people had little to no physical agency. And I think it makes us just flatten them, right? Like they're flattened to just be victims often. And even I was struggling with it. And honestly, it wasn't until I suffered a deep loss. My partner actually died in 2020. And I was dealing with like the fresh grief of that and struggling with the fresh grief of that, of his loss. After, you know, I don't know, like six months of me trying to figure out whether or not I would ever finish Lettuce to Send, I came back to the book. Like I figured out that that my partner, you know, who I lost would not want my grief to silence me. You mentioned your loss, and I, I am so sorry for your loss and offer my condolences. Thank you. Did you look at the book, Let Us Descend, and reading it, it is like going lower and lower, like descending into something, sinking down into something very dark. Like, did you look at it as a physical representation of grief kind of embodied by the story of Annis? I did. I looked at it as a physical representation of grief and also as a descent into a kind of hell, which is why I aligned it with Dante's Inferno, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time that it was a descent into a kind of, of hell, you know, the hell of Mississippi and Louisiana and the New Orleans slave markets in the early 1800s, I also feel like it is a descent into an afterlife. In part, the book is about Annis finding her way through her grief to a different life than the one that she thought she might have and the one that she wanted. And in that, I very much identified with Annis, like with her character. Because for me, like that's one of the hardest things about grief is that this life that you thought you had once you lose that person, that life, that possible life, it doesn't exist anymore. For much of the book, Annis is communicating with a spirit that she calls Aza, and it kind of seems to appear to her as a storm or a you know, wind that moves through the trees. That idea of using this sort of spirituality, talking to the ancestors, talking to the land spirit, why was it important to you to deal with this form of spirituality in this book? Because I think one of the ways that Black Americans were able to survive the system of slavery is through an expansive, evolving spirituality, mm -hmm. right? The kind of spirituality where they could sort of learn to read the land, where they could learn to use herbs and roots and mushrooms, right, to heal them, where they just, I, I think, saw or understood that there was more to this world than their enslavement. And I wanted that to be present in this novel because I felt like I couldn't write this novel about a person who was enslaved if it was rooted in social realism. Because I feel like that novel is not reflective of the kind of 
reality that I've been trying to construct in all my fiction. And it's not true to the way that I think that I think about the world and the way that, you know, the people that I come from down here in Mississippi, that they think about the world, right? I mean, we think the world is suffused with spirit. You know, I thought it important for this tale, you know, this origin story, this woman that that appeared to me of Annis, that her reality should should reflect that. In the advanced copy of this book, you wrote, and it's like on the cover, it seemed like you, you want to get the message out there, that it is difficult to walk south with Annis. Um, mm-hmm. But you, you said, but I promise that if you come with me, you will rise. It will be worth mm-hmm. the work, worth the walking. What do you mean by that phrase, you will rise? I recognize um, that there's a certain resistance to reading books about enslaved people because it is hard to relive trauma. And so I, I acknowledge that. But I think that this book specifically and this story is also suffused with hope. This book is suffused with resistance because I think that hope is at the heart of resistance. It was very important to me to depict that and hopefully in depicting that to attempt to change people's understanding of what enslaved people live through, you know, and to counter that narrative that they chose to be victims or they just didn't resist and they just accepted their fate. No, they fought every step of the way because they believed in the sanctity and the sacred nature of their lives and of their existence. They believed that their lives mattered. That's Jasmine Ward. Her new novel is called Let Us Descend and it comes out October 24th. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. I'm Jesse Thorne. Why did Cola Scola write a bonkers, extremely fictionalized play about Mary Todd Lincoln? Well, you know, it was 2020 and we were all so isolated. I, I just started doing research. Uh, but the truth is, I, no, I just thought of it. We'll talk about that and more on Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from Sattva. Sattva luxury mattresses are every bit as elegant as the most expensive brands, but because they're sold online, they're about half the price. Visit com slash NPR and save an additional $200. This message comes from NPR sponsor Capital One. With the Spark Cash Plus card, you earn unlimited 2% cash back on every purchase for your business. Find out more at CapitalOne.com slash Spark Cash Plus. Terms and conditions apply.